Right. Hello, podcast people. I'm just warning you. My audio is terrible this week because the microphone wasn't fully plugged. I was just talking about how we moved to a remote situation. I had to set up quickly. It's been a bad week. You'll find out as things go on in the podcast. And I've just found out that it's been recorded through my camera audio. Luckily, it was compressed. There's no distortion. But you get in a very echoey room. What I might do is put a little bit of reverb on Jake's vocal so it sounds like we're in a nice concert hall together and we're having a lovely time doing the podcast. But if audio quality annoys you, get off the podcast. Um, Take care of yourselves and enjoy the next one. But there's a lot of news to talk about this week. So if it doesn't matter too much, stick around. Hello and welcome to episode 72 of the Talking Wednesday podcast, only a week and potentially a bit late depending on if I can actually get this rendered out on time. That is the question with this one, because you can see I'm not in the normal recording setup. I can't, I can't record in there at the minute, Jake. Too hot. Too, too hot. It's ridiculous. It is honestly ridiculous. Like, that room is usually, if it, it is usually about 10 degrees higher than it is outside just because the amount of electronics i fit into a small sort of like studio space because it's obviously small it's got good sound qualities and i keep it quite down what size what size is the actual room oh it's it's literally like it's not very big it's 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 a little little box office that i use specifically for recording because it's got that good sound damping qualities with the stuff in it behind it so unfortunately that's not doable I'm recording in this space um, because it's cooler, obviously. But I had the robot issues there. It wasn't even phase. I don't know what happened. I think, I think a HDMI or something overlapped, and just it was electrical current running through or something that meant that I sound like a robot when we last recorded here. But I'm trying something different. I'm trying to go into um, OBS and just hope OBS works a little bit better than the capture software because i think it was a software end thing where i got the uh weird voice on that one but yes we apologize for missing an episode and I, I did put it on all the socials so make sure you follow it at talking word on twitter um if you're not in the discord obviously we put it in the discord as well because we will update you if you are an audio listener with things of the po- podcast i did put a short on youtube so our youtube audience are aware of that but i did uh there's no way I can directly tell our audio listeners without sort of dropping an episode on the podcast feed, and that's just weird. So yes. just follow our socials if you want to be updated on all of that, and we will let you know. The Discord, we've currently sort of like got it at a full capacity that we want for the next few weeks because I can't manage it for the next few weeks because it's been mad. So we've closed off the Discord entries for a little while um, because there's also only a little bit of chat going off there anyway, and I'm not in it that much. So we'll, we will reopen it as summer progresses and then we can get some more people in there and have a chat. It's, it's, Memberships early, up. it's also oh. early days when it comes into the chatter. We're going to start getting into full-on transfer speculation, link with players that will probably get popping. That's Lord Uh In there, though. <laughs> It'll pop off, will it, Jake? Yeah. <laughs> yep, it'll get popping. Um, memberships are available you can click join below on the YouTube uh, video and you can support us financially there that would be helpful and also if you can't oh I've just done a a mouth noise I really apologise for that there's no new reviews this week not been some reviews for a while make sure you're leaving those reviews but then again we could give you a product um, for the past couple of weeks and we we haven't so we are back lots to talk about Wednesday you've actually been doing some stuff so 
that's a nice thing to be able to talk about this week. But first, before we do all that, how's your week been, mate? How's your fortnight been? Uh, it been last week was busy. Wednesday just hit the ground running, and I didn't really leave the office. And it got very hot. I got very sweaty, and it was annoying. And I got the videos out there. They've been doing really well. And then on Sunday, we went to the dogs to go uh, for Father's Day. They had a Father's Day special. So took a tenner out, came back with a tenner, so broke even. So is that nice. why you've got drumstick arms? Yes. That is exactly the reason I have drumstick arms. Be fair, I can tell on terrible quality video call right now you've got drumstick arms, so they must be bad in person. Be fair, that is my watch arm. Uh, it's a bit redneck at the minute. <laughs> I was working in 30 degree heat on Friday. I had a 12 hour day. Ooh. I was working eight to late. Ouch. I was sat having my second, because I was on the move, my second meal deal of the day at about half four. Um, and... No, it wasn't even that. Yeah, it was on my way. I was I was traveling, so I just part. I just pulled up to try and like shove a sandwich in my face, and it was thirty four degrees in my car. We're not built for this weather, are we? No. It, Especially because I'm currently driving around in a bit of a banger that I'm like, once it's gone, it's gone. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Part of me was just like, I'm just gonna buy something with air conditioning right now. I'm just gonna walk into somewhere and just get me some, but. Yeah, it's been. Uh, I am. I am waiting hot. for that episode where you go. I got a new car. How come? It was too hot, and I couldn't get out. I need a new one. Don't talk to me about cars. Um, Everything's just going wrong at the minute. To, to be fair, we had it also Sunday. We um, picked up. Well, we got given a free carpet because someone we know was having the house, and said nothing wrong with it. If you want it, you can have it. So three of us bringing it down our road, get it up, and then we decide to rip up the old one on Sunday night. Didn't go to bed till one and then finished it off this morning laying it. So, running on fume, but it looks a lot better than the old one. <laughs> now, fair enough. We, um, we, we put, yeah, I remember when I, I actually did the office, I went to go and get really thick carpet for it. And I, I never like, want to do carpets ever again. I will pay someone. I just, I just, I bought, because I knew it was a smaller room, I just bought a massive offcut, haggled mm. it down, got this really, it was before the really, you know that grey carpet that everybody's got now? What we it, got? Yeah. It <laughs> yeah. was, it was before that got popular when I was doing the office out. Yeah. And I bought a massive offcut off it, because it's quite expensive, because mm. people want it now. Um, And every house and every new build has got it. You've probably got it in your house somewhere. Um... But yeah, it was a, it was a it was a vibe for a while. So I just went and bought a big big offcut of that, and then put put that in the office. I should also mention that Sophie's made me this tremendous iced coffee, but I've already drunk half of it, so it doesn't look fantastic anymore. <laughs> How's your week been? Apart from busy by the oh, sounds of it, and hot. Honestly, mate, I've had a terrible couple of weeks. But people don't tune into a podcast for all of that. It's just not been. Uh, I'm not going to moan too much. I'm just not. I'm not vibing with life at the minute, man. It's not been, it's not been an ideal couple of weeks. Just things are too expensive, 
not that goes without saying things but like and everything's sort of just happening at once at the minute and i i can't be bothered man you know i just i need i need a break and i've not got a break for quite some time but even if i did get a break i'd have no money to do anything anyway so it's just all a bit like Start inflating your paddling pole and sit in your back garden. I will say one thing as a younger man who's not technically that young anymore. Do you know all my life growing up, you get told you reach for these goals. Yes. Growing up, being born in the 90s, is literally a life of having the goalposts moved on you. So you're you're doing the right thing and you're working hard and you're doing all of this only to get to a point and they just keep moving the goalposts further and further away. And you've not, we've not seen any of the reward from it, because the goal keeps get goalposts keep getting shifted, and it's annoying, it's just boring now. Yeah, yeah, it's it's frustrating. Every um, every time you think you're ahead, you're actually fourth step behind. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not stupid. It's like I know I buy, I've, I've bought the other expensive plastic thing, and I could I could just get all that money back now if I sold it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's fine, but it, but it's not a lot. It's but not a lot but, at, but, but at the same time, that's something you like doing. That's your hobby. And if you don't... If oh, yeah, you I, don't dr- I don't really go out drinking. I don't it, do that. I don't gamble. It, I don't... I'm boring. I don't, I've not even been able to gig for two years because two of, of, of all the stuff that yeah. went on. So it's been... Yeah, it's just it's just stupid. And everything's just... But then, But then it's just been like... Something occurred a couple of weeks, and I'll tell you off camera because I've not told you yet. And I'll yeah. tell I'll tell the podcast probably because it'll possibly be a funnier story um, once I'm not raging about it a little bit more. Um, but it's just going to annoy me, right? So that 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 sort of like has added to things as well. So anyway. Should we do a Sheffield Wednesday podcast? Yeah, there've been actual there've been me, actual but, news right. this week as well, which is nice. That has because there's it's been a fortnight so some of this uh, you will have heard talked about before but thank you for waiting for us to discuss it so we'll start at the top with the news this week and the top story is from Sheffield Wednesday's website itself Ben Hennigan agrees Owls switch the Owls will sign Ben Hennigan on the 1st of July upon his contract expiry with AFC Wimbledon. The towering central defender features 71 times for the Dons after joining in 2020 and becomes Wednesday's first edition of the summer transfer window. Hennigan began his career as a youth player with Everton and Stoke before making his first senior start for Chester. The 28-year-old impressed during a two-year stint with the Seals and earned a switch to Motherwell in 2016, making 50 appearances for the Scottish Premiership side. Hennigan signed for Sheffield United... (laughs) In 2017, I forgot about I didn't read that bit. Before successful back-to-back loan spells with Blackpool, for whom he played 80 games in two campaigns. After leaving Bramall Lane, he switched to Wimbledon, improved a commanding physical presence in the Dons' back line last season, also taking the captain's armband on numerous occasions. Hennigan boasts some of the most most impressive stats in the division in terms of aerial duels and clip clearances and now adds to Darren Moore's rear guard options ahead of 2022-23. What do you think on this one, Jake? He's six foot three and he's an old goal defender. He'll clear it, he'll put his body on the line and I like that. you're going to do the whole, he's six foot three, built like a brick. <laughs> I you were going to go down that one then. But on. it's, it's something we had in Hutch who would 
old school clearance, put your body online, but at a younger age. And the thing with this one, yes, I've seen people say, oh, the Bram, he was at Sheffield United. I think he didn't play any games. I think he made zero appearance, so it doesn't matter. But it's interesting that we got it. Matter anyway, really. Yeah, but you know, the those, those fans yeah. who go and see it. It's it's one of those things. This is a smart signing by Wednesday. The free transfer already knows the league. He's, and people have gone, oh, look, he's retiring players from a relegation team. But one player doesn't relegate that team. If you look at his stats over the season, he's actually done very well. Yeah, he is that old school defender. I mean, he's going to kill me on FIFA. He's got <laughs> 46 pace, right? So here's the FIFA part of it. It's a 64 rated rare goal, 46 pace, 24 shooting, 41 passing, 42 dribbling, 64 defending and 73 physical. He's not ideal on FIFA for a mid-20s yeah. centre-back for me, really. But um, you, won't, you won't have to play again. But in real life, you want that. You yeah, know, you want that. We, we need that stopper. If we're going to have more creative uh, central defenders, we need somebody who can come in there and org- organise it, but also, you know, be that presence that is the general stopper, no nonsense, without Hutch, without taking all the cards. I will say, I saw his uh, interview. He spoke well. I don't... I, well, I, I think he spoke well. I just thought it was like a re- really, really standard, bland interview. To be fair, a lot Compared of people... Stock, I think it's because it came after the Stockdale one. Yeah. But this, you know. if you look at how both signings were done, I'm pretty sure Hennigan was still away when he signed. Mm. So we didn't have the whole press picture. We didn't have the whole build-up. We just had that photograph in the... Where's this media team? It's called a lapel microphone. <laughs> yeah. Christ on a bike. I mean, this much. podcast could die with audio quality because we're... You know, we're, do, we're, de- we're dealing with it in summer. And I, I, oh, fun fact, my old Tascam little uh, interface that I've been using for since I was in sick form, yeah. I used to use, no, no longer works with Windows 11 now. Oh, does it not? On this machine. So I've, I've got to retire it, which means I need oh, to no. get a Rodecaster or something for when I'm not in my house. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but I was always saying, lapel microphones, when you're outside, nice, because... We, we, then you'll hear the player a little bit more. Even to pick, pick up the road wireless ones they do. They might even have a shotgun mic over that, but the yeah. game wasn't very high. I don't know. I don't know. I just want to hear the player. Is it too <laughs> much to ask? Um, but I think this is, a, this is a good sign in a position we need. You know, we need to strengthen that defence. And... The fact that we we seem to be focusing on that area is good for Wednesday. It does seem like we're building from the back in terms of signings to go forward. It did seem to be one of those situations where some some fans have got on his back before he even kicked the ball because they've got relegated with Wimbledon, and I was like, really though? Because we got relegated with Tom Lees, and he got top six the next season. That way, when we all thought he was done. Yeah, it it was. And by the sounds of it, a lot of Wimbledon fans are highly rate him. I think he's very good. And the, I think the nice thing I liked about his interview was he wants to learn, he wants to progress. And I, I like that we're going for players who isn't going to... Not that whole, oh, I'm going quick for money, no, I want to get better. And it's he, a clever signing on a yeah. free. I, I don't get how anyone can't see that. It's, it's free transfers that we're announcing now. And we are, we're doing what I've always wanted us to do in the free market. Just go and grab the ones that make a little bit of sense. They're not... 
they're not high risk. Get them but they early. could be decent reward, you know, because you're not pay you're not paying anything for them. You just you're just paying the wages. So there's that aspect to it, and that is very much epitomised by this one. So from the Sheffield Wednesday website again, Owls agree Stockdale Stockdale deal. David Stockdale will sign for the Owls on the 1st of July when his contract with Wickham Wanderers expires. The 36-year-old goalkeeper will return to his native Yorkshire, bringing a wealth of experience between the sticks. Stockdale has posted over 400 senior appearances across a near two-decade career to date, with his most recent campaign with Wickham almost the most successful. The custodian saved more shots than any of his contemporaries in League One and posted the highest number of clean sheets to earn the Golden Glove. Back at the start of his career, Stockdale kicked off at Huddersfield and York as a trainee, but would go on to represent a raft of clubs, including the likes of Fulham, Leicester, Hull, Brighton and Birmingham. He linked up with the Chairboys on a permanent basis in 2020 following previous loan spells and proved an immensely popular figure at Adams Park, helping his side reach the playoff final last season. Stockdale, who earned an international call-up in 2011, now heads north to significantly bolster the goalkeeping department at Hillsborough. Your thoughts on this one, Jake? This is very smart by Wednesday because we needed a keeper after Bailey going back to Preston, not Preston, Burnley. But then you look at what our situation with goalkeeping is, and we'll talk about Joe later, I'm guessing, because Joe's not signed a deal, but we know about that. Uh, it's later on. Oh. But the... Yeah, but the thing the thing is with this, we needed an experienced goalkeeper. He is very good in the net. He spoke very well about how when he was a, I think it when he was at Brighton when we played him in the playoff, he's like that atmosphere. That's something you don't get that often. And he loves an Adele concert. <laughs> yeah, and it that it, it that thing where it, I, I saw a lot of people complain about his age, but I think. It makes sense for this league what we're in. Yes, I want us to look for the next experienced keeper after him. So don't stop looking. We might have it. So we got it. But he keep he keep talking in interview. He wants to win trophies. He wants to be here. He wants to. He still got it. And a player who got that experience, the most clean sheet last season. Some of them we could have done with last year, massively. Yeah. And if you get a solid back three or back four, whatever we play in front of him, I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to just be that signing you go, the first two signings we get are what help build the club go further forward this season. And he, he's got his head screwed on, he talks well, and I actually, when we signed, I went and looked at his website. He's got his fingers in a lot of pies. He's very much off the pitch. He's looking at other ways of knowing that the football career is a short-term thing. And he seems like he's a very smart individual. Here's the thing for me with Stockdale. I wouldn't have said Bailey was bad at, at organisation or things like that. But your keeper can influence your defence in a way that means you don't have those panicky moments. Yeah. And Stockdale's experience with that, especially if you look at the way Wickham played the game. I mean, they didn't really play the game. I'm sorry, Wickham. I'm but if you look at... <laughs> the way... The calm. Slow it down. Don't throw away a lead. You know? Yeah. That sort of experience with Stockdale for Wednesday could prove 
massively beneficial. And the, the I understand the Dawson worries here, but for me, bringing in a very experienced keeper that just won the Golden Globe Glove in our league, that's that's for a free. I'm, How can you argue with that? Seriously. And the thing is, I'm not worried about the Dawson thing because I think, listening to that interview, he wants to make Dawson better. He wants to push. He wants Dawson to push him to make him better. But he's also wanting to help train up the net keeper coming through. It got that wise old head on his shoulders that more competition good for him, but it's better for his person understudy of him. And yes, people's had a go at Dawson and stuff. Dawson is still our keeper. He's here for the next two years unless something changes. But he just got promoted. And it's going to be an interesting fight who gets the number one shot. I still think it'll be Stockdale because he's not going to come to get on the bench. Yes. But that drive might be what Dawson needs to push on a little bit more. I want this. And if he's already in the wing waiting to say something happens and he's ready, Stockdale will be the first one to get him pumped up to go. He made 46 appearances in League One last season. 56 in all comp- uh, 52 in all competitions. You know. Yeah. And he's, I- he's a good keeper. And, and the problem is, if we get an injury to him, you, that's when you've got Dawson. And that's where you've got the best of both worlds. Because Wednesday's look with yeah. injuries isn't fantastic, is he? And he's a 36-year-old goalkeeper. So you have got to consider that injuries might play a part in that relatively soon, if, we, if our luck continues in that regard. Let's see but how think... he does on the training pit first. Let's see if he steps on and goes, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's, here's how I'd approach the Dawson situation. It's going to take, it is going to take some, you know, it's going to take some level-headed attitude coming from Dawson. You go, you're going to fight for it this season, but it's not going to be like previously when it was Westwood, Joe, Cam. It's you and Stockdale... And the short the shirt is yours to lose next season. Cause you say that, you say and you mean it, you know, you go it's it's probably Stockdale's now. You say Stockdale's got it because of his experience. You're gonna fight with him for it. You two are gonna be my rotating number ones, you're gonna fight for it. One of your dips form, the other one comes in. You say that and you probably keep Stockdale in and he has a blinder of a season and fires us up. And then you give Cam the chance. You know, and that's how you you reward him in that regard. Because I do think Stockdale will move on. I think he'll be here for one season to really try and help us out. Be that, and I would rather us do that and have an option to keep a player on if yeah. he does really well for us than loan a player again. Well, this people is... were actually okay in the loan of Bailey Peacock Frow, and I was like, that's not going to benefit us whatsoever, yeah. though, is it? And it, that whole thing, I when I did the video, I was like, I'd rather have a permanent keeper so we don't have that risk of someone going, oh, I've got an injury. Can I call him back now? He's ours. It's there. And I'd never like loaning keepers because it's always that whole situation. It either goes really well or it goes horribly wrong and you can't send them back. And with this, we've got something very experienced. He's got that knowledge that he can pass on to Cam and organise the defence. And it's, again, like the Hennigan did, how Darren Moore got this over line, it's very impressive for him to turn around and yeah. say, come here, because he could have quite easily stayed at Wickham because he had a deal on the table. The, the fact he turned down, he'd have been their number one. Yeah. And I think he knows he's going to be the number one here, but all it takes is him to dip form 
and Dawson's there. He's just Exeter wants him back. The, the, the worst thing I think we could do, and I don't think we're going to do it, is let Dawson go. I don't think it can we happen. We shouldn't now. do that. But I, I don't think it would happen. I think it's a clever idea to have Stockdale and Dawson. And we talk about all players wanting to do that. But you've got to remember, no offence to Exeter, because they did really well last season. There's, there's a lot more responsibility on your shoulders being the Wednesday goalkeeper, especially when you're a Wednesday fan and you're going yeah. for promotion out of this league, when pretty much a lot is riding on it. Where, whereas... You know, you're going to expect that competition. You're going to expect it to be fighting with a keeper like Stockdale there. But I think Cam's got a good head on his shoulders. And I think he will see that it's not him being palmed off like previously under managers in, in that regard. That, you know, it's it's constantly breathing down your neck. It's just a good competition for the number one spot. And we were all willing to bring Westwood back. Yeah. A lot of us were. And Westwood is older than Stockdale. Just saying. There's also that thing, it wouldn't surprise me if David Stockdale's already had a conversation with Cam to say, look, I'm here, fight me, fight for the place, push me, but I'm going to push you as well to see if you want this. Yeah. Well, that's, there's a lot, there's a lot that you can pick from it, really. Um, and the bit I'm going to pick from it is his FIFA card. So he's a 67 rated silver keeper. It, he's getting replaced straight away from me. Sorry, Stockdale. Um, <laughs> 66 diving, 64 handling, 69 kicking. 69 reflexes, 30 speed, and 46 positioning. So he's all right if you need one keeper on there, but for the potential future career modes, we we can't be we can't be doing with that really. But I'm I'm quite happy with that. The fact that we brought in a centre back and a keeper, and we're trying to look at defence in that unit, and then we've done some. This one surprised me a little bit. The fact that we have given Jack Hunt another contract, so we'd. It, and he's, it, I knew he'd accept it if it was offered, but originally, yeah. you know, when we offered the contract, I was, I was shocked. I was wondering if we we're going for there, but I must say, Jack Hunt, he, he ain't got the pace he used to, but he, he's back he, end he, of the season he well though. He looks yeah. superb. Yeah, he lo he looked like he'd really come into it again, and I, I love Jack Hunt. You know, he's a great, he's a great sort of like character around the Wednesday squad. He's been there through some great times with us, and I like players that. Do give it. Jack Hunt is one of them players who will give it all for the shirt, yeah. and I respect that. So, um, from the Wednesday website, Jack Hunt has extended his stay with the Owls following the expiry of his contract at the end of the 2021-22 campaign. The 31-year-old made 46 appearances in all competitions for Wednesday last season, with his re return to S6 proving a big hit. The rear, uh, the rear sided, <laughs> the right sided defender first moved to Hillsborough in the summer 2015 on loan for Crystal Palace. Pa pa I can't speak Palace before the move became permanent in January 2016. Um, sorry, there's somebody in the garden. Okay. Um, Hunt left the club in 2018 to join Bristol City, where he made in excess of 100 appearances for the Robins before linking back up with Wednesday in 2021. What they didn't say is we absolutely had the pants down there, sold him, yeah, and then just brought him back on a free. A popular player amongst his teammates and the fan base, Hunt bagged his first goals for Wednesday during our strong finish last term in victories over Cheltenham and Wimbledon at Hillsborough. Goals from the wing-back positions were something that pleased Darren Moore, who said, this season, the left side in Marvin has been scoring and now Jack has scored. I'm really pleased as we get them in more advanced positions and ask questions of them to be in those positions as they give us a wonderful out. Hunt's contract extension is a timely boost for the Owls with the squad set to return to Middlewood Road on Monday. They're already back, uh, back for pre-season. They are back 
time of recording. So yeah, a good bit of business again. You know, we're we're keeping players, we're keeping a lot of the squad together, and we're adding to it and going again. What do you think about Jack resigning for us? It makes sense. He's already here. He's already said that he liked being here, and I think he settled in like he never left when he started. He got on with it, and he looked. A lot better coming near the end of the season because we were managing to find something. It's going to be an interesting one because he got that ability. I still think Darren Moore is going to be doing two player for each position if we haven't already got them there. It makes sense with how we've had the thing. I think it's 18 senior players are currently on the books. But it makes sense. It's a lot of things. And... Barry kind of let it slip because he kind of put, it'd be really good, thank you, and Barry, and he comments section, and he goes, you better be staying. So he got, a, he got it for me, captain. Yeah, there's, um, there's, been, there's been a lot of stuff around Barry's wedding and stuff as well. Yeah. There's been a lot of Wednesday, Wednesday weddings. Congratulations um, to Barry and uh, Patterson. Yes. Um, I'm sure they'll be very happy together. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, we'll skip over a couple of things. Just talking about the uh, the contra- the the plan um, for Wednesday stuff like that. The one question I would like to raise: Do you see Darren Moore having a clear sort of path with these signings that has been made so far in terms of where he wants the team to build? I think there's a more of a trust with Moore and Chancery than there's ever been in any other manager. It feels in like Carlos, yeah, in Carlos. possibly even more. Yeah. yeah. I think it sounds like Moore's managed to turn around and say to Chante, and I've got no inside knowledge on this, but go, this is how, how we could do it. This is how it worked. This is how I've managed to got things done. And credit Chante, whenever a manager come in, he's always backed him. He's always said, here's what you want. Here's the tools. If I can do it, I'll do it. Did it last season. He got him 16 players for free. We have an excellent scouting system that old recruitment system, whatever you want to call it, that Steve Bruce put in place. It's his old fill a lot. They are very good at getting players. We know more knows a player when he needs it. And the thing that I read about this, I love the fact that when they're finally going, this is a contract we're offering you. Well, can I have this, this and this? No, this is what we want. If you don't want it, go. Yeah. It's nice that we're not bending over backwards for players. We're actually going, if you want to be here, We'll do this. We might be able to do a deal in between it where you get a goal bonus or something else. But this is what we're offering. We're not breaking our way structure for someone just because you're a name. I don't think yeah. Darren Moore works that way. Good. I'm glad you've mentioned that because I want to get into this. Right. Um, Nathaniel Mendes-Lang set to leave Sheffield Wednesday after turning down contract offer. This is from Yorkshire Live. Quote, Nathaniel Mendes-Lang looks set to leave Sheffield Wednesday this summer after turning down a new contract. Um, ah, it was Rob Staten that um, initially did this for BBC. The winger signed for Wednesday in November 2021 after impressing on a trial and has since picked up two goals and three assists in 19 League One matches. The original contract ran only to the end of January but was extended to keep the 30-year-old at the club until the end of the season. And now amid... Reported interest from a host of championship clubs, including promoter Wigan Athletic, Mendes Lang has turned down a fresh offer of another season at Hillsborough. Before you say this, before I throw it over to you, yes, I did see the Instagram story. You know, the Pogba yep. likeness when he's yep. talking about clubs offering you, the, the offer you very you mean, little. You mean the two Instagram stories? Sort of yeah, the one, the one that he changed, yeah. he deleted, 
when it was when he was like sort of like too right or whatever he said. I can't misquote him there. And then he went, and then he they, they just reposted it and sort of doubled down, but a little less obviously. What are your thoughts on this, Jake? I think this is actually quite smart by the club because. We picked you up when Wigan were looking at it, but they didn't actually put an offer in for it. We got you in. We got you fit. Yes, people go, it's a clear went away. But if you don't want to be here with the contract we've given you and we're not willing to go over, you didn't really set the world alight at times. You, if you were constantly in, you were in the goals. When you play, you were good. But there was also that whole thing. It did feel like he was using it as the showcase reel to go, this is what I can do, club, for end of the season. They didn't feel yeah, I like it. Like I don't I think it. it. I don't think he was gonna want to sign a new deal. Interesting. His Instagram story today. He'd been training with Theo Corbin, you and Saido Berahino, which is an interesting, interesting. mix of players. Little little click there. Yeah. yeah maybe. Um, I just think he's bit the hand that's fed him. I think like a lot of clubs didn't want to take a chance on him, and I just think. I no skin off our nose sort of thing. Um, we uh, we didn't need we didn't necessarily need him. I said he's one I keep on because he's got that little bit of flair, but he's not somebody that's irreplaceable. And and fully now, by the way, Sam Hutchinson, you did nothing wrong in the playoff final. Now that this has happened with Mendes Lang, it's completely his fault we didn't win the playoffs <laughs> for not tracking back. It, Sam Hutchinson could be retained it, in it, terms of... It, uh, is that th- it is that thing where you look at it, nobody was looking at you. Wigan were looking at it, but mm. they didn't want to take the, take the risk on wages, by the sounds of it. Yeah. We gave you can the I, wages. I, I, will, I will just say, like, I'm not slagging him off completely. You make your own decisions. Fair play to him in the regard that he's going to to, to do it for his own... It just, I, I think it's just the Instagram story rubbed me up the wrong way mm. a little bit. It rubbed like, everyone up. Do you know... The, situ- the financial situation Wednesday you've been in and the fact that it seems like we're not offering you a load to break our way structure or whatever it is just because we can't take that risk on players anymore. And you're in your you 30s. It's it, it, yeah. one of those things, when you get to a certain age of the player, sometimes you just got to take what deals are on the table. Granted, you will probably get a club in the championship and do very well yeah. and have a good time and fair play to him. But we're not in that position anymore to go like that. I think that's why Sido got released. Because we, he may, yeah. it may have been. Oh, I want this. Is it? No, we're not doing that kind yeah. of thing. And I love that. It's I about time, it. right? Because too often, Wednesday have given contracts to players that have shown a few good matches after being bang average, right? Just because it's the, and we still do it sometimes. But in terms of contracts that are going to like give them, so he probably wanted a few years. He probably wanted. I don't know what he wanted. I don't, I don't want. Really I don't want it to be that final payday. On, that's fine. It, that whole yeah. payday journeyman thing. We've done it for far too long. Yeah, it's it's not something we need, and I think we it genuinely won't be an issue. No, and um, we've probably already moved on to new targets anyway, just in case. Yeah, yeah. I said at the time, I said he's probably one we should offer a contract to, but if the club can't make it work with him. There's no issue there for me. The one that... um, I don't know if it... It probably shocked me a little bit, yeah, actually. Even though I'm not, like... I'm not gutted by it. It's not what... It's it's complete opposite of what we've just talked about, really. Joe Wildsmith reportedly turned down his contract offer. So, 
Joe Wildsmith, obviously, Wednesday lad, Yorkshire Live have been saying that it looks likely that he will not sign the contract with Wednesday. What do you think on this one? He needs game time at his age now, and if we're not going to offer him, go get game time. You are a good keeper. He could go do a <laughs> Cameron Dawson in a League 2 team or maybe go to a League 1 team and just play. He needs to play games. We can't keep having this whole thing where we just keep playing for the sake of keeping playing because either the Wednesdayites or the club fan favourites. At the end of the day, Joe's at that age where he does need to go get game time now and play and be a first-team keeper. He is a good keeper in my eyes, what I've seen of him when he played. Wish him all the best of luck. And it's one of those things. Yeah, we need to start looking for the next round of people we keep it because we've been very poor on that since having Westwood. We never looked for the next one. We thought Cam and Joe were it, but they never really pushed Westwood to that point. Joe's had chances to puff, but he had that terrible knee injury that really scuffered him because at one point he, for me, was the number one out of Cam and Joe. It was Joe. I thought Joe commanded it better. But he's going to go get 13 football and good luck to him. He's a Wednesday lad. I want to see him have a good career and I want it to see that he just get game time, play football because at a goalkeeper, you can go till you're 36, 37. You can't just stay at a club where you're going to be on the bench week in and week out knowing you're not going to get in. I think Joe should go to League 2. I think he'd be a very good League 2 keeper. Um, and I think he should work his way back up there. He could possibly get a League 1 job. That could be... A, you know, Exeter might take a chance on him. If they can't get Cam back, they might go, well, we had one good one from Wednesday. Let's take uh, this yeah. uh, one on the free. I could see that happening. But I could also see the likes of um, something like a Bradford... Mm. I could see Wildsmith staying relatively local. They are on a complete rebuild at the minute, Bradford, as well. Yeah, and and if you think about it, Joe Wildsmith's a keeper for the future there. They've done well off keepers that have come from Wednesday's youth system before. They That could be a a a sort of club that would be ideal for him. Joe has got talent. He's a good keeper. We had a a woeful season, the season we got relegated from the championship, and you can't really pin that on... You can pin that on the old team at, at certain points. It it wasn't great, you know. But he's made 89 appearances across all the competitions for Wednesday. 27 clean sheets. I think I think he's um, he's more than capable, you know, of being a, a carrying on being. And I think he needs to make that decision now, and it's the right decision for him. You know, he could stay and be an, and then lose, you know, get a, another couple of years at Wednesday and never break through, and then his his stock drops a little bit. But he takes the risk now and he can get a club and build his way up. And I understand the kind of, I've been here since I was a kid, it's, I'm a Wednesday guy, I want to I wanna be, just be a Wednesday player, but he's a good keeper. And I think in League 2 or maybe a lower league, League 1, league one team, he'll do very well. And He can come back to us as well. Yes. That's what a lot of people, like, Wednesday love re-signing old players, right? Wildsmith kicks on somewhere and Wednesday are back in sort of like kicking the top end of the championship again, hopefully, and whilst he's doing really, really, really well, and he decides he wants his move back, as long as he's not bitter about the whole situation, he understands how the game works, he comes back. You know, you buy him, he, a club makes some profit on him, or and I don't, sort of thing, And I don't know? see him being bitter if he turns down the contract. He's like, I want to go play football, lads. I love my time here. It's my club. It's my home. But I need to go play football. Yes, and you should. Yeah. I would... At this stage, definitely. Well, a similar age to me, I think. If I was, uh, you know, in this situation, I'd be like, no, I've got to kind of do this now because 
if you get the problem is right if you get to 30 as a number two or a three that's when it's like you've done all this all your whole career are you literally just sitting on the bench for your whole career or are you going to go and try it do you remember martinez at arsenal yes. and then he kicked on and went and now he's and look we at how martinez for a while. we did and look at how many times arsenal fans have actually said oh he's a good keeper at martinez and he, yeah, I think I think we did it with uh, Brad. I can't remember his name. He's Australian keeper. Went and did really well at Middlesbrough. Adam Davis. Yeah, went to Barnsley. Yep, became Barnsley's number one for went a long Delk. time. And I think he's at you Sheffield know? United now, actually. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. But yeah, all the best to you. That's a completely different one to the Mendes Lang thing. It's. Uh... It's, I think it's a good move for both parties there. I didn't understand why we kept him. We offered him a contract, to be honest. The only thing of, I can think it, of... Because it was a number three situation, you know? The only thing I can think is either we may we might not have been thinking about Cam, but I reckon we're just going to get someone out of the academy to be that number three keeper to have the progression step up and go, right, you're going to be in and out of the under-23s and the 13 training to see if you want to step up. Yeah, yeah. All the best to Joe there. Yep. So it's been so long since we last recorded the podcast that we've not even talked about this player at all. Oh. And I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if he's already kind of like he... in the training squad at this stage. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because he seems to be quite in with a lot of the players already. And I know his mates were wind ass. Malik Wilkes, Sheffield Wednesday stance revealed his interest in the whole City man goes on. This is from the star. Quote, Wilkes is one of several players Wednesday are looking at to bring in in the coming weeks as our boss Darren Moore looks to plug the holes in a squad subject to another summer turnover. Amid curiosity from interest elsewhere, the 23-year-old is understood to be keen on a move to Wednesday after a difficult season last time out was hampered by injury and a change in management. will fit right in <laughs> if he's got a season ticket for the treatment room. Um, championship side Birmingham City are believed to be among the other clubs to have lodged an interest in Wilkes, though their current boardroom tug of war over a potential takeover has largely put transfer movement at St. Andrews on hold for the moment. Hull are understood to be motivated sellers with Tigers manager... With the Tigers manager... I'm not going to try and pronounce that, I'll butcher it. Keen to refresh his forward line heading into a new season. And the star understands Wednesday's interest has been met openly, with all three parties keen on striking a deal as things stand. So, the article continues. It says, it's not yet known what sort of deal is being considered. Wednesday are able to spend transfer fees for the first time in three windows and should have should a deal have to fall that way. What do you think about Wilkes? End quote. What do you think about Wilkes, Jake? If this hasn't been cut out, it's because it was a nightmare in the edit. And I apologise for the silence, but I will have probably cut it out. We just had some massive audio issues, which is great because I'm going to have to try and edit that out on a portable setup. We'll figure it out. Jake, I was asking you, what do you think about Wilkes? Now, if you look at what his league, his championship campaign is not great. You look at what his League One campaign was, it was superb. 44 appearances and 19 goals. He was very crucial in that whole scene going up. He's very good at League One level. And this is a smart deal if we can get it done. Because Darren Moore worked with him at Donny. I think he got 12 in 44 there. He was very good at Donny. And when, again, I know what they want. Darren Moore's already worked with him. I like the idea we're going with players that Darren Moore's either worked with or know of from somewhere. 
he's very quick. He's got that pace. He's already got a couple of friends, like we said. He's really good friends with Josh Windass. And I think last season they did pre-season together. And I'm very interested to see how we get this deal done. Now, the only thing I've got at the minute is that the deal has gone quiet. There hasn't been much interest on it. There's not been much talk about it recently. And I don't know why. But Birmingham had got the issue with their takeover. Now, their takeover is the old Watford... I don't Birmingham at the minute. No, like, I wouldn't touch it. Like, the situation going on there... I, yeah. I wouldn't I touch mean, it. Obviously, Birmingham a great club, but like, no, not at the minute. You, there's so much uncertainty around it. Whereas Wednesday are on the up. I would love this purely because of his promotion season with Hull in League One. Obviously, last season he only made he only got three goals in 20 appearances in the Championship. But the season before, he made 44 appearances in League One and scored 19 goals. Is your 20 goal a season man? I know he's technically not there, but. 22 in 50 overall. And if you're looking at when they also wanting to bring in someone else up top with Lee Gregg, this makes sense. And he wouldn't yes. he wouldn't cost a lot. I reckon five anywhere from 500k to probably 1.2 mil. And I pay that. Because he's proven at this level. Yeah. He is. I think he uh, I reckon you could get him for probably about 850. Yeah. Cuz Hull Hull have not used him enough, you know. He's been a sub for Hull this season. He's, uh... They've been told he can leave. So we got the money. I know Birmingham, there might be a pull there. I don't know what the pull is, but they're not run well at the minute. And I, I'm reading what some of their, the Hull fans say, right? One of those players that is too good for League One, but I don't think he's good enough for the championship yet. He's 23, by the way. Um, other people saying, I don't think the manager backs him. You know, so he's not, he's not, you know, in for Hull, by the way, and please get him on FIFA because his potential's 77, which means his potential's not 77, means his potential's like in the 80s, which should uh, be ideal for us. But yeah, in terms of um, in terms of the real world, we need that striker that's got a little bit of pace, can play a little bit differently and give us options. Replacing Berahino with Wilkes would be fantastic. It would it will be, hear what you could have won and hear what you actually won. Yeah, this would be be a great... And I, I do think there is something there. The fact that he's got... The, the, the sway for him at 23, if he just signs a two-year deal, he's got his mates here. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have to do... He doesn't have to sign for Wednesday for that long. We'd probably want a three-year deal if we're paying about a nearly a million for him. And that's where you sort of go, will he do it? Because and I'm you, Josh Windath sure could leave at the end of Josh, the season, that sort of thing. Josh Windath put an Instagram post out and he commented something. Like they're not even ready for this, are they? To jo- yeah, in reply I to remember Jonathan. seeing and that. And it's like, if they're already having that back and forth at the minute, there's there's something there that makes me think there's a deal there ready to get done. I don't know what's stopping it. I want it to get done now. Yeah. I want it done yesterday. <laughs> just for him and Josh to have fun on the pitch, you know, like, also, I, I like what Josh was saying about his dad on Twitter. Oh, I like that, I saw yeah. something about his, where he was like, he'd do all his running for him. That sums Josh up for me. I think he doesn't mind doing the running for people. Yeah, He can run for days because he's got plenty of pace. Um, let's talk about... And also, his... and also oh. the interesting one is someone, somebody I know who's a Hull fan said, I'd be a bit worried about Josh and him when they're together out and about. Josh doesn't drink. I don't. How do you know all these things about the players, man? Josh Windath doesn't drink. Oh, Josh Windath is very vocal on Twitter that he doesn't drink. Yeah, all right, fair enough. So I don't Fair think enough. you'll have that I issue. I swear you're at the curtains sometimes, just like, 
<laughs> some of the things I'm like how do you know I mean I did see I obviously saw the thing on Twitter what he, he said about that he has been on Twitter a lot lately with Josh I'll, I'll give it to you but some of the facts you come out with about the players I'm like have you got a glass to their wall um, Wilkes yeah the kind of signing that Wednesday want and let's let's do the thing we always do when we're talking with the pocket somebody actually asked me would you do like football manager stats and stuff like that and would you go deep yes we yeah. we will do that at some point I'm sure but um, we will just do the FIFA card for now. Wilkes, 69 overall. Hey, uh, he's a silver, he's a right winger here. Um, not politically. 83, I don't think. 83 pace, 66 shooting, 57 passing, 71 dribbling, 21 defending, 70 physical. If you go into the meta a little bit more, he's got 85 acceleration, 82 sprint speed. His finishing is 68. Um, so just get him into if you a career mode player, you know you'll get him. You'll get him in flying, especially with a potential of seventy-seven plus. So. You look at his league one record. His league one record is superb. It is. He's twenty-three. Exactly. It's only you could build a team around. Work with forward. Darren Moore before, as you said. You know, just just do it. Just go for it. Let us know what you think on Wilkes in the comments. The transfer stories keep coming today. Sheffield Wednesday and Harrogate Town chasing transfer deal for Wolves player. This is from Football League World. The versatile defender who predominantly operates as a centre-back... I didn't actually say who it was. It's Lewis Richards. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he predominantly operates as a centre-back, spent on time on loan last season. However, he it was in League 2. He, he had a few injuries. That's not the actual quote. I'll end the quote there. I'm paraphrasing this article because... Part of it's written a bit weird. Harrogate's chances of securing a further agreement with the Premier League outfit have been dealt a blow with the Owls in pursuit. Parting company with Che Dunkley and seeing Jordan Story and Harley Dean return to the parent club, Sheffield Wednesday will yeah, yeah. certainly be looking for whilst the defensive options, speculation, obviously, filling the article. And it sounds like it's more played, like a loan than a permanent. It does, yeah. The 20-year-old... Played eight times for Harrogate last season after spending the first half of the campaign with the Wolves under 23s in Premier League 2. Despite playing most of his games as a central defender, he was also deployed as a left back within the solid back four, whilst he was also tasked with playing a slightly more advanced wing back role on a couple of occasions. This is just perfect for what we want, isn't it? Yes! Yeah. Centre back. Oh, Darren, that is a Darren Moore player. Yeah. Just whack him at centre-back. If you need to play him at full-back, oh, he can do wing-back and play in an advanced role. That is the player that Darren Moore wants. And I'll be, I'll speaking to a friend of mine who's a, who's a Wolf fan. He said he's a young lad. He looked pretty strong. Can play left wing-back, left-back, left side of centre-back of all three. He would be a good sign. He said it'd be good for him to go to a club like Wendy, a big club where... You'll get the my mate put. You'll get you'll get the abuse for, for not making if he makes a mistake. He's one of the players who needs that because at times when he's been in Premier League two, I got it right for once. He actually um, sometimes gets lost if he's not having someone shout at him. But if you got it, a big club like I said, he'd probably look a lot better. Yeah, and I think. I think there might be a question there of like Theo Corbin who came us on to us on loan from Wolves. I don't think Would they're there. I don't think there will be because if you anything, if anything, our justification for playing Theo Corbin who came through when he went on his second loan spell, didn't it? So, um, how many times was he on the bench again? And how many times was he played in the position that he said he didn't want to play for and that's why he left? But this yeah. player was actually playing those positions. So he, I think this would be a fantastic loan in terms of 
you know, you just one of those cheap loans that's a great development one that you might just give a go. You know, you know, you you build your promotion squad based off of a couple of decent, a few decent loans, and then and then you you build around it. And I think this would be good, a good one of those temporary ones, and see how see how he gets on with the rest of the squad. And he'll want to impress as well. FIFA not so great. Fifty-four rated bronze, sixty-one base point, shooting forty-nine passing, fifty dribbling. 52 defending, 59 physical, 54. At least he's got a face. Everybody knows that. There you yeah. go. You prefer like it to the face. face. So uh, the Yorkshire Live also said that Wolves are looking to loan him out. So they, they added on to it with this. So, uh, And apparently he featured in the Europa League matchday squads. But he's still... He, so he's in the squad, but he's not made his senior debut, uh, debut yet. So we will see how it goes with that. But the fact he can be versatile, well, that could be, that, that's that pretty was, much the sign that, that makes you think that's going to happen. street though, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is. Right. This one is potentially going to be a little bit outdated because it's, it's probably going to Luton, isn't it? Yeah, but it looks like this he's, is from, he's looking like it going to Luton. Yeah. This is from Yorkshire Live. Sheffield Wednesday linked with Championship forward as Owl step up striker search. It has emerged that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Past tense. It has emerged that Barnsley's Corley Woodrow is reportedly one of the players being looked at as an option, with a 27 year old having scored 16 goals in, his la in the last season in League One as the Tykes won promotion in 18 19. He followed that up with 14 goals in the Championship in 19 20. Not in 1920 in the 1920 season, as uh, Barnsley secured survival in the division on the final day of the season. The striker then scored 12 and assisted a further six in an excellent season where the South Yorkshire side surprisingly finished in the top six, only to lose out to Swansea in the playoff semi finals. Yeah, they did However, do that. Yeah, they did do that. I didn't. Do you remember when they said they're going to play League One Sheffield Wednesday in a friendly? That's yeah. why I'm, I've got this tone of voice, because it comes back around, doesn't it? Um, however, Woodrow missed 18 games injured in uh, last season, and Barnsley were relegated from the Championship. Oh, yeah. As uh, 2021 proved an anomaly of a season. Oh, Dom's got in there, hasn't he? <laughs> he has got yeah. in with that one. Just, just stating that, yeah, it was a bit of an anomaly, that playoff season when you manage it carried on and I just remember them saying oh we'll rebuild we'll do all of that and then back to Barnsley won't it I'm not being that guy actually I'm not trying to stir things but it just why did they have to put why did they have to punch while Wednesday were down in league one they had to go for it didn't they yep. and it was all calm it will come back around but yeah it's um he's a 71 rated striker 69 pace 73 shooting 59 passing 69 dribbling 32 defending 70 physical in terms of real life stats We've just talked about it there. It's all pretty much in the article, I think. I think he's going to Luton, so I don't want to talk too long about him. But what would your thoughts be if he did become a Sheffield Wednesday if player? He did, if he did come, it would be that experienced striker we need. But it's also that whole thing, like, there are experienced strikers. If we're going to do this, I'd like to go for someone like Alfie May instead. Darren's already worked with him. Again, I, I know I keep saying Darren's already worked with him. I like to have a manager, have players who he already knows work with. Cheltenham Town are going to be in an issue where their manager's just gone to Barnsley, funnily enough. Uh, so they're going to have that issue. I, 
The problem is, I don't want to say too much on it because he's going to Luton. He's in talk with Luton right now. So Which he... means when the podcast goes out, he's probably there. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll leave that one. But if it doesn't happen and it's on the cards, we'll see. The um, It's worth mentioning that Elliot Anderson might not happen as well because Eddie Howe's been talking recently about giving him a chance in the team. So we'll have to see that when... Wednesday are still interested though, so that one will develop. I'm, I'm sure. gonna say if the Elliot, if Elliot Anderson deal happens, it's one of the one bang slap bang on last day of the transfer window. Yes, because everything it's like Eddie has gone. He's looked at his squad and he's gone. Now you're all right, but then again, he meets that he matches the rule that he doesn't have to register him, so he might just keep him around. And if Bristol over go for him, they will want him back. They love. He only played, I think he only played like 12 games or 21 games and got eight goals and he looked and he went there in January. He'll come here though, won't he? Uh, You're you're firing for different targets this season and he's got to try and prove himself to a new manager at Newcastle. And that's not no disrespect to Bristol Rovers. Look at what what players have done to Wednesday. That's what I'm basing it off on Wednesday of... Had different targets. It's not about who your club are. It's about what your targets currently are and where a parent club see their player developing. That's yeah. just the way it is now. Yeah, last season. Yeah, exactly. Um, this is from the Sheffield Wednesday web- website. They, we have heard about the Carabao Cup and the Papa John's Trophy. Quote, the Owls have been drawn with Bradford and Burton in Group H of the Papa John's Trophy, the Pizza Cup. Tuesday nights are going to be so fun. Yay! Bloody the competition. And there'll also be an under-21 side from the Premier League in there. Under-20, yeah. So, um, there'll be a full draw this week. And the, uh, the same for the League Cup. The Carabao Cup fixtures will take place the week commencing the 8th of August. The Owls League campaign gets away on the Saturday, the 30th of July. And yeah, um, where did we say Wild Wild could end up? Bradford. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> I I wouldn't mind winning this though. I I, I get, just I, get I just don't mean. ask us to get slash uh, smacked out of it three 0 by Hartlepool again. I don't fancy that. So either go out in the groups and literally put all the kids out and bin it off. Start doing the FIFA, putting it would, on your own net, or would, go out and put in a decent performance. It would be a good competition to see where Bailey's at, Bailey Cadamartry, because this is the kind of competition you put him in. Yes, yes, very much agree on that one. And obviously, we did we? I'm pretty sure we talked about his. I think we did. Yeah, 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 we did. Um, that's great to see. Great to see us um, doing the right business there. In terms of uh, Wednesday matches coming up, we've got a couple of friendlies. The Owls can confirm a second summer friendly ahead of the 2022-23 season. Darren Moore's men will take a short hop to the National League north side, Alfreton Town, on Saturday the 2nd of July. I can't go. Wonderful. Uh, the game kicks off at 3pm with tickets available on the turnstiles only at the Impact Arena. 10 quid for adults. Go. And I can't go either because can. I'm at a, a birthday party. Wonderful. I'm working, unfortunately, so... Uh... I can't go to any of the friendlies this season, which is, since COVID, it's the first time in absolutely ages I've not been able to go to any of the friendlies, which is great, because I love going to the friendlies, because it's always bloody hot. It's always you know? hot, and it's, it's always hot. good to speak to people, and everyone's in a good mood. Yeah, exactly. Because um, Wednesday, you're also going to go and visit Harrogate Town on Friday the 8th of July. Guess who's working again? Ew. Me. Um, and then we're going to Portugal, and unfortunately... You're not going to Portugal? I'm not going to Portugal. 
So, um, season ticket information's also uh, come out a little bit more. Current prices are held till the 30th of June, so get on it if you are wanting to get on price. the current price hold. Adult season tickets are priced the same as the previous phase, starting at £18.91 per game with our junior supporters under 11 can watch every Wednesday league game at Hillsborough for just £1.52 in the grandstand area. So a cop season ticket will set an adult back 435. Under 25 is 325. Under 17 is 165. Under 11, uh, uh, 90 quid. And a concession is 245. I remember there was a time where Wednesday... You got a bit of feedback. They got... All right, it should be all right, don't worry. All right. It's all right, don't worry. As long as you're still recording, we're fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, we... I just realised the concession does include student cards. The front... <laughs> ah, they, they keep drawing me back. And I'm like, I, I... Actually, because the problem is with rotating weekends and stuff, I will be able to go to half of the matches... Which is why I'm just getting membership and buying tickets. But I'm sort of like, hmm. Yeah, we we. we... Hmm. I mean, I pay a full price season ticket, but I'm not. I'm not doing that when I can't go to. Yeah. The the rotating matches with work, so. Which is why we work extra hard because what we do is when I can't go, we watch all the match back. It's actually I'm actually probably more in depth when I've had to watch the match back for the podcast <laughs> because you see more that you miss when you've actually been there. Usually when I'm being very uh, also because I've yeah, just been you there. also get to do a community special like a live stream watch along. Oh nice. uh, yeah, they'll, they'll still happen because I I don't currently work Tuesday nights, but again that could change again because everything is very busy at the minute, but. There you sit. That's your season ticket information. That I'll give you the cop prices because sitting the cock. It's. Oh. I will say, the the north is very loud now, compared to what the the north reminds me of the old cop. I think it's because people have migrated. Yeah. Yes, there. you get it'll happen, and then they'll go to another part of the stadium. Indeed, um, but yeah, we've not done a community section. We've actually managed to do like an hour's podcast, pretty much, with just the news. So we will do. We will bring the community section back next week. Hopefully, it's not roasting. We will uh, probably have less news to talk about. But we had a couple of weeks' news to catch up on, so it was great to talk about it all today. Have you got anything to add this week, Jake? Keep cool if you can, because I think it's going to be a little bit warm, and just enjoy yourself and spend time with family and friends. Indeed. Um, that fly has been, there's been a fly on this window this entire podcast. <laughs> and it's just, I've just heard this little meh, meh. And I'm like, do I allow you to live? I'm playing God now. We'll see. Well, you are, you are his son, so. I <laughs> 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 actually got my hair up for the first time on the podcast in yeah. quite some time. Um, but yeah. That's it for this week's episode of the Talking Wednesday podcast. Take care of yourselves, and we will uh, see you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday. See ya.